Clients on Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. One of the things, guys, that I can't stress enough, you have got to stay connected to your goal. And the goal, don't worry about the how, don't worry about how many programs it is. Focus on the frequency and the energy of you at the end. When you have your first breakthrough moment, when you have tears of gratitude, whether it's a $20,000 a month, $100,000, makes no difference. What I'm looking for and where you want is the energetic, oh my God, I'm so blessed. How did this happen? You have to cultivate that feeling. If you don't, the only thing you have is the work. The goal is the magic. The goal is the energy that creates. That's where I want. I still have to do the work. I still have to handle the challenges, but the goal is what leads the way. You've got to stay connected. You've got to cultivate it. It's imagine God gave you an ember. And if you've ever made fire out in wilderness, man, you protect that ember like it's, oh my God, a night with no fire or a night with fire. And you've got that and you got it with your tending and you're blowing it and it's smoking. And you're so grateful because it took you fucking three hours to get this little thing with a wood, wood bow. And you're there and you blow it and you blow it and you blow it slowly. So it starts to smoke. You need to protect your dream the same way. If you don't, it will to go out. And I kid you not, you got to protect your dream. So every one of you guys take a second. And again, when it's not working, this is even more important. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and imagine it's working. Take a second and breathe that in. What will success feel like? And breathe in the holy shit energy that we did it. Breathe that in and feel the joy, feel the the satisfaction knowing you paid the price and it's working. All the doubters can suck it. You held firm to your dream. You held firm to that purpose on your heart when the facts said it wouldn't work. And here you are standing. What's that number? Breathe it in. Breathe in, going back to your Stripe account just to look again and notice it's real. Breathe in the satisfaction of getting to tell your family, your friends, your significant other, your partner, and let go of all the nonsense that just isn't relevant. Breathe in how much fun it is to be on the other side of the struggle and the the challenges, to finally have the muscle. Breathe in how it feels when you've grown into the person that you were meant to be. Breathe in the satisfaction of getting email after email and going to your Zoom call and people on there going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Breathe that in and breathe in the coming email or call what Lisa talked about where they said, you don't know it, but if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. Breathe that truth in too, because that's coming as part of your victory and breathe out. It's just not going to happen for you or you don't have time and breathe out the stupid. We don't do stupid anymore. And when you're connected to the goal, let's go ahead and take, let's go ahead and dive in. All of you have a gift. All of you have a strength. All of you have a light that was given to you when you were created. You've got to cultivate it. You've got to protect it. So today, what I wanted to cover guys is, is really kind of analyzing when I worked for Tony Robbins, one of the greatest parts there was not the strategies I'd been studying Tony since we did his first book. What I got was the association and the proximity to multimillionaires, billionaires, and just getting to know them like I know you guys. I remember there was one person he was worth $2.1 billion and I knew him for six months before I found out he was a billionaire. He was just a guy at the office and I just got to meet him and got to be friends. 
Then I was talking to another lady who, who was at $5 million in Herbalife. I think it was Herbalife. You guys know how hard it is to make money in a multi-level? It's not easy. So I had mad respect for her. Then I met Jordan Adler, the number one guy in Send Out Cards. Then I met the number one guy in the world on Juice Plus. And I met all of these different people. And what I was listening for is how did they talk? What were they doing differently than the 999,000 that joined Amway that didn't make money? What did the top people, what did the hyper successful entrepreneurs do differently? And I want to give you guys some clarity on that because you're going to realize a couple of things. With a couple of adjustments, you can be massively more effective. Secondly, you're going to find out you're a lot closer to that for your business to pop and explode in the right way than you think. And third, you're going to realize you don't have to create anything. It's all the creation and the how is already available to you. But how much fun is that? Knowing it's like if you could get in Steve Jobs' mind and pick his brain, if you could get in Jeff Bezos' mind and pick his brain, if you could get in the mind of the different people that are innovators and transformational leaders, what did they think differently? Because that's available to you now. Most of us don't have time to read every bibliography out on the sun. Luckily, I had a lot of proximity to these guys, and that's what I was listening for when everyone else was sucking up, trying to go ahead and figure out how they could make money off them. I was curious about how they thought. So that's the part I want to share with you guys today. So we're going to talk about the top three habits that I noticed with hyper-successful entrepreneurs. And I'm going to talk about that too. So the first one, guys, is that I noticed that the best of the best focused on mastery and self-improvement. Self-improvement might have been how they handled stress. Self-improvement might have been how they made decisions. Self-improvement might have been how they were effective in the day. Focusing on that 80-20 rule, did they put their time on productive? But they thought differently. They focused on mastery. If you ever listen and watch the movies about Steve Jobs, he wanted perfection. He wanted the impossible. He wanted to innovate. We'll get to that in a second. But it was like, if it's already done, why do we, why do we want to go there again? He goes, what do we want? He wanted to think differently. So I want you guys to start thinking about in our industry, you need to focus on mastery in three different areas. What's great about COD is that if you focus on mastery on these three, you will be hyper beyond belief. Now, underneath all of it, you still have to build your EMHF, your energy mindset, heart set, and frequency. That's a foundational pillar. That's like whether you're building this on sand or quicksand or whether you're going to build this on cement and a, a strong granite foundation. The stronger your foundation, that's going to be your energy mindset, frequency, heart set. If that's strong, it's going to be a structure that can last. If you build it and you don't do that, it will eventually collapse at the first sign of an earthquake. So underneath all of this, that's a given. I'm, I don't want to pretend like I'm not covering that, but you guys got to get what energy and frequency you show up to is going to determine how quickly and whether this is sustainable. The first part is you have to work on mastery of marketing and lead flow. It's a process. I want you guys to start thinking about if you look at Russ's first Facebook Live, you're going to see what a total shit show it was. I kid you not. We laughed our ass off about it. Adrian, Jane, and I were talking the day before. There was something different before Facebook Lives. I can't remember what it was before, but there was some other platform we were using and Facebook copied it with Facebook Lives, right? Well, we had never done one. So we're talking to Russ about Facebook Lives. And when he does his first Facebook Live, he's like, Hey guys, it's me, Russ. Um, hey, how are you? Oh, um, I'm doing a Facebook Live. Hey, oh, that's my son, Russell. He's freaking out. Oh, oh, this is where I live. Oh, hey. Um, I mean, it was just like, and we're laughing our ass off, but 
we did it. We were one of the very first people to do a Facebook live. And guess what? No one gave a shit that it wasn't scripted, perfect or whatever. It was real. It was authentic. Little Russell's freaking out, totally melting down inside. You could hear it. He didn't abandon, apologize for it. He goes, oh, that's my two-year-old son. He's losing his shit right now or whatever it was. But it was kind of real. So marketing, now after you do a thing, I don't know if we've done 200, 300, 400, or 500. Now we've got it dialed in. We have a pretty simple syntax that we follow. We're going to have a topic, something that you need, a promise, a bold promise. Then we're going to have three supporting topics, and then we'll have a call to action. If this sounds like you, let's book a call and see if we can help. Every single one. Now, if you want to get great, here's a quick tip. Go look at our Facebook Lives and watch the process unfold. Just by doing that, you can start capturing what took us four or five years to master. You can get it in a week, but you can master a Facebook Live. Now, guess what? If we are doing them, that's a hint. You might want to do it too. The same thing with emails. I'm not a huge fan of email marketing. I think it has a real low click-through rate and blah, 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 but I would still be doing it. It's going to help you refine your message. There's still a large demographic that does use email and it's free and it's better than nothing. Now, if I'm really smart, guess what I'm doing? My Facebook live content is my email content. So I'm double dipping. I write, I do a Facebook live, I write an email, and now I'm going to master that. And after I do about 100 emails, if you follow Russ's process, advanced ad copy, and some of the different things, your emails will dominate your marketplace, especially if you're bringing real, raw, and true to the conversation. But that's an area you want to get masterful. Now, the same thing with Facebook leads, Facebook ads. Guess what? The first time you do a webinar, it might not be perfect. Doesn't matter. But if your numbers work, you keep it. But guess what? If your funnel gets shut off, you build a four, five, six funnels, you're building a funnel now in a day that took you six weeks to do the first time that you were convinced you couldn't do it. That's an area of mastery. You've got to make this a priority. Okay. Quit looking about at all the other things. Well, I got to learn LinkedIn strategies. No, you don't. We've Russ has spent probably close to a million dollars on LinkedIn and lost every dime. It didn't work. The top two trainers that teach you about how to make money on LinkedIn, guess who they called for sales help? Me and Russ. They made 90% of their sales on Facebook selling an illusion to how we're going to help you make money on LinkedIn. They didn't make their money on LinkedIn. They're selling that product, which is why we didn't work with them. They were selling a product to go to LinkedIn to get clients while they were making their money on Facebook. Just a bit incongruent. So I want you guys to get... Russ has already spent money. He spends half a million to a million dollars every year on the other products. Now, when YouTube started to work, he spent easily a million dollars on YouTube before it started to work. When it worked, now we train it. But let him do that. Let him spend his money. You guys focus on the pieces you need to until that happens. And when it opens up, it opens up. Same thing with TikTok. He's going to be training you guys on TikTok because we figured out how to make it work. But let him spend the money but you've got to get the phone to ring. You've got to get clients. Now, warm network, there's a lot of strategies on how to tap into your warm network. I probably got 5,000 contacts in here. I don't even know half of them, but guess what? If I'm in weight loss, here's what I can tell you. 70% of these people are overweight. If I'm in relationships, I can guarantee you 50% of them are in, in passionless relationships. If I'm working with college students and students like that, probably 10 to 20% have kids with a dream. That's still 500 people that I wouldn't have. So no matter what, guys, you already have a database. Now, what's missing is the courage on how to do it. That's number two, and that's you have to master the sales and enrollment process. But remember, guys, when you know how to get leads, there's paid traffic and there's organic traffic. We have trained you and trained you on strategies on all of it. 
One of the guys was so broke. He was from Italy. He didn't barely speak the language, made $183,000 following the strategy. We taught him on Facebook groups, other people's groups within two months, by the way. And he became an administrator with a group that was 100,000 people because they were so impressed with how he did it. He didn't have ours only has like 40,000 people after five years. He inherited and was asked to be an administrator because he did what we said really well. He added value. So there's two other owners, and then he became the third, and he's the only one that could market and, and made it his own group, and they let him. Totally in integrity, did not spam. So I want you guys to get that, that you have to make this a priority. Focus on mastering leads. Write your ad copy. That's your mission statement and who you are, and start working on it. Now, the second piece, you have to make that one. The second piece is sales and profit, making money. It's like I said, guys, I, I'm not driven by the money, but I'm a realist as well. Your landlord does not care how much money you don't make. Oh, well, I saved three people from suicide this week. And they're like, yeah, and where's my rent check? They don't care. Your insurance company doesn't care. Your car doesn't care. Your student loans don't care. So we live in a world where you have to have money for commerce and do that. So I want you guys to get that you have to understand how to enroll. In COD, there's over 18 modules on training on sales. If you're still in COD, you want to go in and capture the Friday Master Your Sales Calls. That's what Brian did before he was in SOD. He made over 400 grand, but he mastered it. He listened to those sales training calls over 50 times and took notes every single time. He knew what I was going to say. He knew when I was going to say it. He knew why I was going to say it. And he knew where I was going to go. And he was 0 for 27 on his sales calls before it started to collect, by the way but he did $2 million in his first year. Now he teaches handstands. Obviously that's better than what you have to sell. You know, you're just saving a marriage or just helping somebody become a millionaire. You know, he's teaching handstands and we all shit wish we could do handstands. So his was a little easier to sell. Okay. But you have to take the sales enrollment process. Now, if you're plugged in, you're going to realize I tell you to stop selling and start enrolling people in their dream. If you're not selling, you're still thinking about the sales process, not the way we teach it. So you have to start shifting your thinking about that. But this has got to be an area of study. Now, you cannot hire out on this. There's plenty of mercenaries who couldn't make it as salespeople. Now they're gurus and experts, and they're going to hire their team. Good luck with that. I know two of the top guys, and they had enrollment rates of 6 to 8%. But now they got some magic thing leveraging other people. The problem, guys, is they're bringing their commission breath to your team and your clients. You will get stuck with the lawsuits, the complaints, and the low, low star ratings. They'll get whatever they need to say to get a sale. And you can't scale it because, again, that will not have your energy top to bottom. Part of our process is not to enroll everybody. It's to enroll ideal clients. If you bring the wrong client into your program who's a total pain in the ass, disrespectful, doesn't appreciate it, was promised a bunch of crap you don't deliver, what happens to your group? I'll give you an example. We had somebody that did not know how to handle this. She was doing $40,000 a month. For those of you math impaired, that's $480,000 a year, half a million dollars. She had two people who were in a group and started pissing and moaning in their Cheerios and started gathering, ganging up. They got great results, but they basically threatened her and said, we're going to basically sue you and threatened. They went to the credit card companies and they were absolutely schmucks about it. This person was so upset and hurt in her heart and all the things that go with it, she stopped enrolling for four months until she got plugged back into the coach. Coach got her dialed back in, got her back to 40000 but how much did that truly cost her? Again, $160,000 just to get her back. But you got to figure this stuff out. 
Now, if you're smart, you're going to do SOD and I'm not pitching it. I'm just telling you the truth. It will fast track you to enroll, period. Now, you're still going to have wobbles. You're still going to get in your head. You're still going to kind of get off track, which is why we have SOD Accelerator. Just like with my team, because all of a sudden, everybody's doing great. And all of a sudden, then they're going to get bad habits. They're going to get off track a little bit. They're going to try something. And next thing you know, I've got a, a script and a structure, which looks nothing like we have. But you got to take it seriously, guys. Do not run from this. Lean in. When you do it properly, this will be the best part of your profession. It will be the last thing you want to give up because you get to meet new friends every day. It will also keep your razor, your blade absolutely razor sharp because you, you know what they're telling you. You're hearing what is happening on the front lines. It's like the difference between George Patton when he was on the front of the battlefield on the front lines versus the, the general that was still stuck in, in Washington, D.C., teaching at the War College. Two totally different generals. When you're on the phones and you're on the front line, you're going to get that immediate feedback. You can make quick turns and adjustments, but you got to make your enrollment process priority. It is the one place you cannot hide. If you've got mine trash, it will show up, but we show you how to rip that shit out and plant what you want. So dive in. The third piece that you need to focus on for mastery is results and the client experience. I'm going to massively recommend as you guys build your company, as you build your company that you constantly are asking every year we do this in November, by the way, in November and December, when we meet as a team, we're asking, how can we make it even better? That's why we started Momentum, by the way. We didn't just want to abandon people that came in because they were going out and doing all sorts of other stupid programs. So we wanted to do something that we could go ahead and give away. And we're the only company in the industry that was doing it. Tony Robbins doesn't do it. Grant Cardone doesn't do it. Jordan Belfort doesn't do it. Brendan Bouchard doesn't do it. We decided to do this every month. What can you do to get better results for your client? That's how you build a backend mastermind as well, by the way. What do they need and how can you deliver that result as effectively as you can? Now, what happens for great CEOs and, and entrepreneurs when they focus on these? It's like, like Zig Ziglar, one of the, my first mentors, he wrote a book called See You at the Top. And it was a great book. And he said, if you just learned one word a day, by the end of the year, you would not know just 365 words. You'd know actually over 3,000 new words for your vocabulary. And the average American only uses about 3,000 words, by the way. The average American reads at a third or fourth grade level. The average college graduate at a fifth grade level. But what Zig said was that every word has a buddy, every word. And because of the Latin and Greek roots for most of our language, every word you learn, you might know three to five new words now that you didn't know before. But what it did was it improved your power of communication. Small incremental changes over the course of a year, two years, three years became huge. I want you to grab the same concept for the sales process, the marketing, as well as your results. You have to figure out how to get the best results possible. Please, please, please hear me on this one. Do not make the mistake and think I'm wonder coach and have no ability to deliver. The higher the D is, I know some high Ds that are thinking, I'm the best coach on the planet. No, they're the bully on the planet. That's not coaching. So you want to treat the coaching and the result part of it with, with priority as well. But it doesn't make, do you any good to have a great program if you can't enroll. A lot of times people will hide. They skip the sales and enrollment process and they just jump to the back end. It's real easy to go create 10 new programs on the back end and not deliver any of them. Pick one and get it delivered. Get it, you know, pick the best one that you can get momentum. Then when it's like spinning plates, if you ever go on a cruise ship, you ever watch these guys, they spin plates. They don't spin all five at once. They spin one. He puts all of his attention on one plate. They have a stick. He puts a plate and he spins 
everything with his focus on one. He's talking to the audience. And eventually he can just tap it. And it's got momentum. And he taps it and he talks to the audience and he's talking, he's talking. Then he goes and does the second poll, puts a poll in and gets the second plate tap, puts the poll in tap. Then he does the second plate tap. Now he's got two of them and very quickly tap, tap, and he's got two plates spinning. Then all of a sudden, if he wants to, he can go to the third plate. He puts a pole in the ground, tap, tap, pole, tap, tap, plate placement, tap, 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 spin, 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 tap, tap. That's what we built with COD. We did not build COD, SOD, TCA at the same time. There was a need for all three, but we did them one at a time. So I want you guys to grab the process, okay? That's the first one, though, is focus on mastery, guys. Start thinking about this as the rest of your life, not a destination. It's no different than fitness. It's no different than taking a shower, brushing your teeth. It's not a one-time gig. You want to commit to mastery for the rest of your life, and it will change everything. Number two is add more value. Now, when you start to add more value, you're going to differentiate yourself in the best way possible. There's three different ways you can do that. Number one is innovate, create something new. That's what Steve Jobs was great at. That's what Elon Musk was great at. They looked at what was and they said, what can be? Different questions. Don't be afraid to innovate. Now, it doesn't matter. Let's say you're doing, um, I don't know, one of some of your business coaching. You may never have done it. So what? Maybe when you start out like Russ, he was the innovator for high ticket funnels. There was nobody doing a high ticket funnel the way we did it. Nobody, not Frank Kern, not Brandon, not Russell Brunson. So Russ decided and he went, he said, is it possible to go from an ad directly to a webinar, directly to a high ticket? The model before that was a launch, get them to a launch, get 5,000 people at a launch, sell them a one to $2,000 package, and then you'll make a lot of money. That's the Jeff Walker model and the Murray Folio. Then it came about low ticket. Now, There's a couple things, like I said, why it won't work now, because ads back then were $20 for a call. Today, they could be 200 to 500. So the cost of the call is exponentially different right now than it was 10 years ago, five years ago. So it's changing rapidly. But what he did was he was the first one there. Now, when you, if you ever go to Canada and God bless you, if you do, and you have to cut your own snow, I'm teasing. If you, I was up in Vermont. Okay. I was up in Vermont with the head guy that started Spartan. And it was the middle of the night, literally 12 o'clock at night. And we went snowshoeing and I've never snowshoed, but all of a sudden, if you ever have to cut your snow, that's different than following a trail. You follow? If somebody else has cut the snow already, it's different than when you have to do it yourself. If you're walking first, you don't know if you're going to step through how deep it is. You have no idea. And it's a lot more work. Animals do that too. If you ever watch animals, they all follow the same deer, deer trail. The first time you break through the brush, it's pretty brutal. Second time, a little less brutal. Third time, a little less brutal. Pretty soon, there's these little highways all over the place that the animals have cut. So you might be that person in your niche. How about IBS? How many of you guys would like to get fired up about projectile diarrhea? That's a good offer. Jason Klopp, we helped him. The first time we did it, it was harder because there was no IBS model, but our model worked. So yours might take a little bit longer is the point. That's okay. If you follow the structure and you do that, are you solving a real problem? Yes or no? If you are, then it will work, okay? But you got to innovate. So don't be afraid of innovation. That's fantastic. Now, what I don't want you to innovate, don't rebuild the funnel. The funnel aspect is not where you innovate. That's been proven. Get to 100,000 a month before you want to try some other shit, okay? No pun intended. Number two, you can streamline, okay? That's what, what Jeff Bezos did. He streamlined the delivery process for retail. 
He can now, I ordered stuff. You can order stuff with certain products from Amazon. It'll be delivered the same day. Think about that. 10 years ago, that was not possible. Uber innovated. They also streamlined. You know what I mean? That's a combination. So there's a different ones, but streamline. You can streamline the outcome, get it quicker, get it more effectively, or the time it takes to get it. So you can streamline. How cool is that? That's part of one of the things we've done. Russ innovated, but we've also streamlined how long it takes to become wealthy. Third piece, you can add more value by creating a better re- experience for the client. One of the biggest misses I saw with the, the launch model was you'd be in a room or a virtual room or a seminar with 1,000, 5,000 people, but there was no support. There was no client experience. When you had a wobble, there was nobody there. You might walk on fire. That was a great experience. But two days from now, you're at home and you have your first wobble. There's no one there. One of the things that we've done with COD is create a better experience, a better culture. You can do that too. So even if you're in a niche, let's say weight loss, Sophie Uliano, she's in weight loss. I, I don't remember what she's doing, 80, 100,000, something like that a month. Jillian Michaels does not create an experience except kind of bullying. Run, fatty, get on the treadmill. I'm not messing around, you know, and they kind of scare the shit out of you to run. But is that an experience that you would want to participate in? No. Sophie's not soft, trust me, but she's, she creates an experience of empowerment. That's what you guys all get to do. This model gives you that opportunity. So you can make the client experience something special. That's where you're going to start seeing the major transformation. All you guys can do that. That plays to your strength. Don't run from it, build it in. So that's the second thing, guys, is that you want to add more value. Put it in your thought process. How can I add more value? What else do they need? Don't give steak knives and a bullshit ebook that no one needs. What do they need? But wait, if you order now, you know, that's that game's done. What do they need? Okay. Now, the third piece is that I want you to start focusing the best hyper successful. They are obsessed and focused on the outcome and their purpose. Sometimes both, but at least the outcome. The facts don't count when you're truly committed. There's a a show on Netflix or whatever on WeWork. It's a great insight, a great insight to how CEOs think. I mean, almost to the point of, of narcissism or neuroses or complete denial of facts. He came to the US. And he had a dream of being an entrepreneur, being successful. Well, he built it to $47 billion the entire time. You can't do that. 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 Everybody around him, $47 billion within, within a few years. Now, they reevaluated. It dropped to $10 billion, and he's only worth a billion today. I don't know about you. I still count this as a huge success. He innovated and created a new type of workspace for people. Now, there were some huge flaws, but think about it. Even with a flawed business model, he built it to $47 billion. He's still worth him and his partner, who was, I can't remember, an accountant or an architect. They're still each worth a billion dollars. That's pretty freaking awesome. But But watch the way he goes at his obsession for his dream. Okay. I want you guys to think about that because one of the things that happens with that, when you're on on focused on an outcome, you don't have time for the neuroses and the stupid. I know that it's not easy. I know that they said, no, we got to find a way to get them to say yes. Okay. Now the second piece was freedom, impact, and income. You're building this, be intentional in why you're building it. Impact is a big part of it. You're not selling a widget that no one needs. You're selling solutions to people's problems. Each one of you, if we got brutally honest and we took all 8 billion people, all of you guys have demographics. If you looked at the worldwide potential audience, probably 10 to 100 million people or more. 
if you signed up a thousand people a month, you would not scratch the surface. There's plenty of people needing your help. That's the point. How great are you going to be to go find them? But I also don't want you to be a slave and lose yourself in the process. I want you to become more of the better version of you as you do it. But also what's freedom like? Being able to do this from anywhere around the world. Do it whenever you want. If you want to build this three days a week and have four-day weekends for the rest of your life and be a multimillionaire, cool, you can do that. You're serving people out of pain. There's no shortage of people that need you. And those people in pain, guess what? They're going to pay for acute solutions. They're not going to pay for stuff they've been dealing with, but the stuff that's acute, that's the stuff that gets their attention right now. So I want you guys to think about that. They're outcome-focused and they're solution-oriented. They're also very good at spending 80% of their time The 20% that gives them 80%, they put 80% of the time on the important stuff. Now, let me give you an example about what I mean by that. During COVID, have you guys heard of it? COVID, it's kind of this whole thing that kind of happened. Don't worry, it's only two weeks, two weeks to flatten the curve. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be a problem. It's two weeks, not a problem. Okay. So basically, that's what we're told. Now, when this hit, did this have an impact on business? Huge. Wiped out 40% of the businesses, small restaurants, and things like that. 40 million people lost their jobs. So I'd say that's kind of a big deal. Now, when they did a study of 29 different CEOs, they did a study, I believe it was Stanford, I can find out, but they did this deal. What happened though, is during the the challenge, there was the challenge, which was COVID lockdowns and fear. That was really what it boiled down to. Now they studied 29 different people and they dove deep into what was going on. Now, when that happened, they found that these people fell in, these CEOs had a range between $2 million and $500 million businesses. So these were small businesses, medium and $500, billion or $500 million a year businesses. So those are all good. Now, what they noticed was they fell into three groups. There was one group, which was the fear group. Guess what? They were the lowest earners in the group. The fear group blamed. They said the word um, government Trump 11 times more than the other two groups. They were blaming COVID on the government. Number two, they blamed five times more than other groups. It's not our fault. It's someone else. Third, they they watched five times more media than the other two groups. Fourth, they also used the word feel six times more than the other two groups. They also used negative words 13 times more than the other other two groups. And they were the lowest earning out of the group. That was the power though. Guess what? Woven within words is their focus, true? They're focusing on how to lose. They're focusing on it's not my fault. When you're in blame, you're giving up your power to whoever you blame. You are literally saying, I don't have my personal power. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's their fault. Same thing's happening today. You could do the same survey and they'll be blaming Biden and the government today too. It makes no difference. The point is, who are you blaming or who are you claiming? You're going to claim your power or blame. Can't do both. The second group, which was the unfocused group. Now, these were the ones that were between maybe 10 and 30 million. They were unfocused. They watched three and a half times more media than the strategy, the the high-performing group. So they still are watching three and a half times more. They also used the word plan eight times. So they were getting ready to get ready. Okay. They were planning. They were getting ready to get ready. They used the word hysteria three times more than either of the groups. They also talked about the vacations, going on vacation six times more than the top performing group. Now, you see what I mean? I call this the ostrich group. This is ostrich leadership. Stick your head in the sand and hope somebody else fixes the problem. They are still not claiming their power. Now, the third group is what I was interested in. This is the 500 million group and the top people earners all did this. 
Number one, they were three times more likely to be able to recite Taiwan's response to COVID. Taiwan had the best treatment of COVID in the world. They knew what that was. They watched the least amount of media out of any group. Number two, they're nine times more likely to adapt and shift to the storm in front of them. Notice where the focus is, the victory. They're not arguing with COVID. They're focusing on victory. Number three, they're four times more likely to have already made adaptions to the challenge in front of them. Unlike the second group, they're active. See the problem, take action. Fourth, they also had used the word action and opportunity four times more than either of the other groups. What is their focus? They're talking about a- action and opportunity. Is that somebody focused on victory or the, or the challenge? Five, they use the word buy and purchase eight times more than the other two groups. When you're tithing and giving to church, when you're buying things, are you in a, an abundant state or a scarcity mindset? Eight times more. They use positive words, possibility, opportunity, things like that, 13 times more than the other groups. Number, number six or seven, they're four times more likely to network with other CEOs than the other two groups looking for solutions. And lastly, they were the only group that had daily positive rituals and habits to keep them at the top of their game. And that was either meditation, prayer, daily exercise, but things on a daily basis to get their mind at the peak. Notice again, guess who you want to bet on. Now, guess what? If that's the way you show up to a challenge, how do we take that? Turn off the news. It's propaganda. I don't care what channel you're taking. They have an agenda and it's not for your success. It's for your fear. There is nothing you can learn on there that's going to change you except make you scattered, afraid, and and start freaking out. There's six corporations that own all of them. They do not give a shit about the truth. It is propaganda. Second thing you can do is create daily rituals and habits that make you feel empowered. Number two, you can start focusing and using words intentionally. Notice when we talked about self-talk. Here it is. You can start associating with other people in COD community that are winning. What's that worth? You can adapt. You can add more value. And when you start to apply these guys, notice this was during the toughest business economy since the depression. There were a lot of businesses, though, that did well, COD included. Every single person in Millionaire Alliance, without exception, had their biggest year ever in 2020. Then they topped that with their biggest year in 2021, and they're having an even bigger year in 2022. That's what I look at. And we want that for you guys as well. So what's possible in 2022 is limited up to you guys and only you. The support's there, the structure's there, the how is there, but you got to start making this stuff a priority. Daily rituals and habits, check in with yourself. Did you do your daily rituals and habits today? Did you get into gratitude? Did you work in your brag book? Did you play your soundtrack of awesome? Did you dance? Did you focus and connect to your purpose and your dream? Did you feel it in your heart or did you check the box? How coachable are you? Did you take it or did you argue? Yeah, but my clients are different. I don't want to do that email. Having had access to a lot of multi-billionaires, billionaires, and hyper-millionaires, et cetera, I can honestly tell you they are no different, better, smarter than you. That is an absolute truth. It was a big mind warp for me when I got my head around that to be true. In my mind, before I met Tony, before I met all these guys, I thought, oh, wow, they must be smarter. They must have had better connections. They must have had bigger, bigger bank accounts. All not true. So guys, don't hide behind it and think you're any different. You're not. But you have to choose how, how much do you want it and what are you going to do to change lives? Because that's what it's going to come down to. Start 
focusing, modeling, copying the top thought processes, energy processes, thought processes, and habits of the hyper-successful. If you do that, you're going to start seeing everything starts to work. And remember, under all of this comes the energy mindset, frequency, and heart set. That's where you start. From there, you get to build all the fun stuff. And within three months, six months, a year, every single person here can finally have it pop at work and you guys be multimillionaires. It's not about the money. You're enough right now. I want you to get the money out of the way so you're not stressed about your student loans, your car, your mortgage payment, that. I want you to never have to worry about that again, your retirement, whatever. Get it out of the way because then you get to set up your life the way it was supposed to from a place of freedom and impact. But don't confuse the problem with the solution. The problem is the debt. The problem is the fact that you didn't make enough money. The solution is build it the way Russ has proven it and let's get after it because it's not about you anymore. It's about the client you're meant to serve. You will love on them. You will serve them. From there, we can get paid. So get after it, guys. Be proud of who you are. Be proud that you're in the arena. You're not on the sideline. You're in the game. Now, once you're in the game, I am obsessed to help you win. I hate losing. I'm obsessed with winning it, whatever it is. I want all of us 10,000 strong to all have our dreams achieved. And again, think of the impact, which will be 60 to 100 million strong. That's why it matters. If you want a Ferrari, damn straight, get one, get a good one. If you want a Lamborghini, don't. The freaking boxy is shit. Get a, get a Ferrari, okay? But if you want something cool, get it. If that's a dream home, great. Be the person that is worthy of it and create enough value for people so that it's yours. We only have X number of days on the planet. Make them count. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.